0: you know how it is you gotta get it done the way you want it done and i can make this happen i can force my will and i can make it happen or can i this is beth Wee in the koinonia kitchen with lee kimball Lee, it's time to talk about our circle of control. How much control do we really have? I want it all.
1: I'm taking control of this right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's time to focus on that because when I am powerless over things, I get edgy. I sometimes want control over things that I have no control over. And it takes me a little bit to talk myself down why is it that I think I have control in areas that are really none of my business, much less, you know, none of my, I I can't reach it. My hand doesn't stretch that far.
1: It it can be a variety of things. And it's, I remember one quote from a book where a fellow says, I knew you wanted perfection just like I did. So (laughs) he's telling you what to do. Yeah. It's,
0: Well, I'm sorry. Anybody that's listening, if you have a child, you know this struggle. You want control. You want them to be okay. You want to tell them how to do it. You want to tell them what to do. And really, there's a time when you got to take your hands off that situation and let them figure it out.
1: Well, and you know something, Beth? You say child, but my child is going to be 36 years old on her next birthday. And it's, still something I have to practice Yeah. because I want, number one, you love your child.
0: Yeah, you if want the best.
1: You want the best. I've got experiences that she hasn't had yet, but she's not always looking for the input.
0: And you know what else? Your experiences made you who you are, and hers will make, will make her, her who, who she, she is. is. And that's the, that's the part of parenthood that's really wonderful. But in the moment, it can be really hard. So what do we have to control? What is really in my control? I remember there was a a friend named Dickie, and he used to carry a hula hoop around with him, and he would say anything inside the hula hoop was his control, and anything outside of it was not his control. And it got to be that he said it so much that he didn't even have to say it. He just carried the hula hoop, and everybody was reminded. The
1: message was sent.
0: Yeah, yeah. So things that are in my control... You know, I'm going to say something that I think is really important. My words. Words, you know, to quote a famous philosopher, words are the source of misunderstanding. Hmm. That was uh, Winnie the Pooh said that. (laughs) um, I've always loved it because words are the source of misunderstanding. And it's like toothpaste. Once you get them out, you can't get it back in the tube. Once those words are out... You can't reel them back in. So if you've used your words to hurt someone, the hurt is going to be there. You can say you're sorry. You can try to make it right. But the words live on. It's hard to say, isn't it? But the words live on.
1: makes restraint of tongue and pen a good tool.
0: I remember as a kid, um, leaning over a table, and um, my brothers and sisters were goofing around and, and kidding. And um, one of my... It was, Somebody said, um, does a bear poop in the woods? Can a pig whistle? And one of my brothers said, Beth's a pig, and she can whistle. And I'm 65 years old telling you about it right now. I still remember those words. They have stuck with me since, so that's what, probably 58 years or something, that I still remember those words.
1: Mine is, Beth, that at 12 years old, I was a chubby kid, and I was playing in the yard, and my mother in front of my friends came out and yelled at me to put on a shirt. I looked like I needed a bra. Oh, goodness. All these years later, you it's still, remember it's still it. in my head.
0: Yeah. So my words. I have control of my words. And I want I, I ask my higher power to help me with that. Because words can hurt. What else? How about the amount of effort I put into
1: a given situation? This is a tricky one yeah. for me. Okay. Because this one and you referenced it earlier i can be in a situation my personal belief is that my higher power gives me power to to do hopefully what i'm supposed to do throughout the day and if i come across a situation my job is to do what is within my power to do inevitably there will be times where once i've done that i will be i will find myself saying there's got to be something else i can do to make this happen okay and that's well, that's kind of when it becomes Lee's will as opposed to that's God's right. will. That's
0: right. That's the point of, of a little bit of brokenness. And I don't mean that personally no, to you. It's 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 uh, an ego issue, not an authentic self issue. But when I'm
1: not accepting where my control ended. Mm-hmm. My
0: ego pushes me to, to take on more. And, you know, we say ego means ease God out. Um, but it can just be uh, that... That uh, I want everything to go my way. I want it I want to push, and unfortunately, that can really hurt too.
1: So you talk about the amount of effort I put in, knowing the limitations, my yeah. limitations, right?
0: And and whether or not I follow the rules. What about if I if I putting my effort in and I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak it a little bit. I know I shouldn't do this, but nobody's looking, and I'm gonna do it. And, you know, that's egotistical, too.
1: To get my will to happen.
0: Yeah, so actually what I'm learning from this podcast, and I hope you're learning along with us if you're listening, is that my ego tells me I have more control than I have. It's a case of misdirected ego.
1: Or it could tell me I should have more control than I have and resulting then in disappointment in myself. Right,
0: don't be a should-head
1: is this the main is the main premise S-H-O-U-L-D.
0: of this h-o-u-l-d <laughs> yeah don't be a sure head. yeah but the other things you know how do i treat others that's something i can control and i can choose to be a jerk and i can choose to be a servant and you know what there's a lot of stuff in between those two things and and when is too much too much and when is it not enough
1: am i selfish am i helpful Right. I get to choose those things.
0: Well, let's talk about things that are out of our control because basically those are the ones I want to control sometimes. I'm going to start with other people's choices. <laughs> you know?
1: If everybody would just behave the way I think they should, <laughs> it
0: would be wonderful. If you did it my way, the world would be. Really warped, <laughs> really warped, really warped, but you know, I can't control other people's choices, and the reason that people are so wonderful, and so why community is so enticing to me, is because we all have different talents and gifts, and you know what else? We all have different shortcomings, and some of those shortcomings irritate me, and I learn more about myself when I'm irritated than when I'm cruising along on the groovy train of everything is good. You now, know? what
1: other people do, too, I, you know, I referenced my daughter earlier. What other people do, advice. Right. This unsolicited advice is... A form of criticism. Exactly. Yeah. Now, is. if somebody asks for help, right, I can offer it. Right.
0: You know, and how other people feel, I can't change that. I mean, I can try to affect the world for good mm-hmm. and there are times that i probably do affect how other people feel like when i'm kind to the woman who's checking me out at the grocery store you know or or when i when i grab the shopping cart from someone who's just unloaded their groceries before i, I guess i'm always at the food store <laughs> i don't know what to tell you but you know that's the deal is i i can't make people feel anything but I can respond to how they do feel with love yep. and concern. Yeah. I can do my part to serve them. And oddly enough, in serving others, others do feel better. But it's not me pushing them to feel better. Yeah. Did you ever try to push somebody to feel
1: better? Well, it's kind of like telling somebody, it's, it's kind of like telling an alcoholic, just don't drink. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you you can't do it. And again, you would come back to unsolicited. And also the deal is feelings are
0: there for a reason. They're directing us. They're not always right, but they're directing what we think should happen. And when I don't feel my feelings, when somebody pushes me out of feeling how I feel, I usually have to come back and revisit it anyway. So don't push people off their feeling block. You know, let them feel it before
1: they... I remember a long time ago, you and I were doing a, um, working with a group of people. And one of the rules that we used in that group is, because we were looking at feelings and such, and if somebody got in touch with something that they, and they started crying, please don't pat them on the shoulder. Don't touch them. Don't, don't touch them, mm-hmm. because you'll, they're feeling what they need to be feeling. Don't interrupt that. Right.
0: Now, on the other hand, I do have control of how I handle my feelings. I do have control of that. I can't tell you how to feel, but I can choose how to feel my feelings. You know, recently I went through a bout of depression because I had some major things in my life with people I love that I moved from awareness of the problem to solution, to how can I help. And I didn't go through the acceptance phase. And I didn't feel my feelings about how sad it was. And you know what happened, Lee, is I had like three days where I just could hardly, when I was by myself, I was crying. Hmm. And it wasn't a fresh wound. The wound had happened years back. I just had been pushing to try to help make things better. And I paid the price. Well, it was unprocessed. Yeah. And unprocessed feelings, how I handle my feelings, that's something I can take care of. That's something within my control. I can even go to someone else and say, can you help me understand this feeling? Because I've never had it before.
1: And you know, sometimes, Beth, just the process of speaking it, just speaking it and, and, and getting it out of me can, can be help beneficial. It.
0: Right. You know, my circle of control is limited. There are things that are in my control, the amount of effort I put in. My words, my actions, how I treat others, if I'm going to follow the rules or not, how I handle my my feelings, how I take care of myself. And I think the big one is what my decisions are. I get to decide for myself how I want my life to be. And unfortunately, sometimes I'm lazy and I make decisions based on laziness. Hmm. I avoid discipline when discipline would make my life better. And that's in my control. I can make my life better by one decision at a time.
1: Speaking of, of, of decisions, I had a situation where I would, was eating at night, and I didn't like it. And a friend of mine said to me, have you prayed You know about it? And I says, well, if I pray about it, I won't be able to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to make, the, make yeah.
0: the disciplinary action. Yeah. Well, things that are out of my control, we've been talking about what other people do, what other people say, how other people feel, and the choices they make. But I think a big one that we should talk about before we close this podcast are things from the past. That's out of my control. I cannot change the past.
1: Give up all hope of changing the past.
0: Yeah. Now, I can work through it. I can ascertain how I felt about what happened in the past. I can decide not to let the past affect my present. I can do things in the now to help me with the past. But I can't change the past.
1: If I have a regret from the past, I can address that. If I owe an amend to somebody...
0: Right. I can become accountable for my part Mm -hmm. of the past. And in accountability, I can move forward without having to look back.
1: And a big one, Beth, when we're talking about the past, and it's a whole other podcast, I can forgive.
0: Yeah. Forgiveness is a a huge tool of a good life.
1: Because if I'm holding on to something from the past... And I haven't been able to forgive. Again, I'm giving my now away.
0: Yeah, it is. You're holding on to something. You're carrying something historic with you everywhere you go. So I
1: do have some control to address that.
0: Picture yourself dragging a dinosaur by the tail everywhere you you go. go it's a a (laughs) historic thing it is over they are not here anymore let the beast go (laughs) forgive (laughs) okay all right the last thing that's out of my control the weather looks like rain it's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWe.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWe.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.